0: Thank you very much, Paul. Lots of nice memories. We'll now have the Cheating and Hurting. This is a group that's been a big part of the Edmund and Doyler family for over 30 years. And every time Dave heard them, he asked them to play this song. This one's for you, Dave.
1: Since what the end of day. I see you, my right two at twilight time. Again, as I did then, deep dark, kiss me. Say I to go back, love again.
0: Good job. we can see that uh, Dave had a great taste in music fantastic we also thank George for his accompaniment there we're now going to hear from Randy Dockernsloot
2: Thank you, Father Mike. Before I begin, I would like to acknowledge some close friends of Dave's from Winnipeg who are here today, Terry Mitchell, Bruce Romaniac, Laurie Merriam, and Rick Loeb. My speech will be a little different than some of the others here. I'm gonna talk mostly about Dave's childhood. How did Dave grow up? Dave and I had known each other since we were five years old. He was the first friend I ever had. We grew up living approximately one half mile apart on a gravel road. The area we lived in had the odd house and a lot of bush and fields. It was situated in the rural municipality of East St. Paul on the north edge of Winnipeg. Living only a half mile apart meant that we could and did see each other a lot. In the summertime, it was not uncommon for us to hop on our bikes and cycle to a local pond to catch tadpoles and occasional turtle. Dave's mother often drove a few of us to a man-made lake and beach just outside Winnipeg called the Oasis. We would spent hours swimming and exploring the gravel pits alongside the lake. It wasn't legal to be exploring those gravel pits, but we did it anyways. The summertime was also a time for a lot of sports, soccer, football and baseball, and Dave played on a minor league baseball team for a few years. I have fond memories of when Dave and his brothers cleared off a portion of a field so that we could play some football. There were many a game that went until dusk. Of course, we only played tackle football, and there were always many bruises and cuts. I remember how difficult it was to tackle the big guy. In the winter, it was all about hockey. Dave was like a number of other kids with dreams of eventually playing in the NHL. He could not get enough hockey and had an extreme passion for the sport excitement was always there when the first snowfall hit the ground because it meant that hockey was just around the corner in those days we only played on outdoor rinks dave and i would talk about those days when our equipment never seemed to fit when the winter nights were so cold that our fathers had to rub our frozen toes after games to get some circulation back into them dave and i were part of a team that played together from when we were about six until we were 14 years old there were not many players in our rural community and it was always the same kids on our team. We had a great coach, Dave's dad, i would like to honor today as well. I have many memories of those early years playing hockey with Dave, shoveling the snow off the ice before every practice and playing some spongy hockey after our practices. It did not matter if the wind was howling and it was 30 blow outside, no one could stop us from playing a bit of spongy boot hockey. In early years, Dave was just an average player like the rest of us. As the years went on, he got better and better. By the time he played his last year in East St. Paul, he was our leading scorer by far. He had developed a real passion for hockey. Terry Mitchell recalled a story to me when he went with Dave to the Canada versus Russia 1972 Summit Series game in Winnipeg. Dave was 14 and was totally in awe of the superstar NHL players that he had only previously seen on TV. After the close-fought game that ended in the tie, Dave was more determined than ever to make it to the NHL. Well, Dave did make it and he had a great career winning two Stanley Cups with the Oilers. A lot of people know Dave as a guy with a tough exterior, a guy that could handle himself with his fists and a guy who had a tremendous sense of humor and a sharp wit. But there was more to Dave. He was a guy whose word was his bond and someone I could depend on. Whether it was tickets for oiler games, a quick lunch after a morning practice, or an autographed picture for my son, he was there. I just want to finish off with one more story that epitomizes this side of Dave. When Dave retired from hockey, he wrote an autobiography called Looking Out for Number One. It was around this time that Dave was involved with a charitable function, and had promised to provide 30 copies of his book to give out. Unfortunately the book was sold out in Edmonton and there were no copies to be found. I was living in Calgary and managed to track down some copies and brought them up to Edmonton. The intent was for the organizers to repay me for the books, but it was a hectic time and that never happened. I didn't care, I was just happy to help out. Dave found out that I had not been reimbursed. About a year later, Dave called and said he was coming to Calgary for the weekend and could he stay at my place? I said, absolutely. I said, are you going to be driving or are you going to be flying? Paused for a minute and he said, I can't drive. i got Gretzky's car. Can't get Gretzky's car dirty. So and then we laughed and he said, I'll I'll pick you up at the airport. As he came off the plane, he handed over a bag to me and he said, I got you some things. In it was a pair of cowboy boots and a beautiful Wittenauer watch. I was quite surprised. In typical Dave style, too, there was no fanfare or even a reason why he gave me those gifts. Of course, we both knew why. He said, I just got you some things, and then where can we get a bite to eat? I still have that watch today. This is the Dave I will always remember, a good friend, a caring individual, and a man of honor and integrity. I'll miss you, Dave. May you rest in peace.
0: Thank you, Randy, for sharing that history that none of us had ever heard. We now ask uh, Brian Semenko to remember his brother.
3: Good afternoon. On behalf of my father John, brothers Brad and Mark, David's sons Jason and Kelly, and daughter Hannah, I'd like to thank the Edmonton Oilers organization, especially Kevin Lowe, for hosting this event and honouring David. Growing up in Winnipeg, David loved to play hockey. My brothers and I, we enjoyed it, but David loved it. And he was good at it. As a young boy, he was always in the top scores on his team. Year-round, in the driveway, he would practice. He was dedicated. For the puck, he used a tennis ball, tightly wound with hockey tape. You think that would make it softer, but it was as hard as a rock. The hockey tape had two purposes to keep it from bouncing and, it, and really to hold it together in one piece because David only practiced one shot on his brothers. No deeks, no fancy backhands, just a blistering hard slap shot. From the end of the driveway, he'd just let her rip. Porch light, screen door, just innocent victims to his enthusiasm. After he was warmed up, he'd yell into the house, hey, I need someone to play goal. So Brad and I would tell our little brother Mark that yes, it really was his turn again and shove him out the door. Mark would strap on the standard Samenko protective gear, a baseball glove, and get between the pipes. David would start to hammer that ball towards the net. And he would often offer words of encouragement to his brother, like, get back in the net, you coward. (laughs) I should mention, the backstop was a steel hollow garage door. The noise that ball made on that steel garage door and the damage it caused was horrendous. Day in, day out, mom and dad tolerated all that clanging and banging and the occasional scream from Mark. And year after year, dad would clean it up, straighten out the doors, fix the dents, no repercussions, not a word of complaint. He so loved his oldest boy and wanted him to succeed. I want to thank the people of Edmonton. Their obvious affection for David has meant much, so much to our family at during this sad time. We all love David, and we miss him. And there's going to be a little less laughter around the Semenko dinner table. Thank you.
0: Thank you very much, Brian, for sharing your brotherly love. And I'll ask uh, Kevin Lowe to. Remember Dave.
4: Thank you Father Mike. Glad you got that straight. Good afternoon everyone. And thank you for coming. As Dave Samenko might very well have said, welcome to Roger's place, the building Dave Samenko built. Uh, My job is to close up the eulogy uh, section of this service and uh, thank all the many people that helped put this event on, this uh, very important event to all of us. It's pretty evident to what the speakers had to say that Dave was a kind, friendly, funny, compassionate person. And you might have known that, or recognized it. had a couple nicknames. Sammy and Samank. And uh, I, think, I think truly the Great Ones get a couple nicknames, like Mess and Moose and, and uh, Gretz and the Great One. I've known Dave since the start of the Oilers in 1979, just about the same amount of time as Al Hamilton and Wayne and Mark. But I've known him as a player, a scout, a broadcaster, a salesperson, coach, and most recently ambassador. And Simech was loved by everyone. You you notice in our program that uh, he had a number of roles, and this season he was the ambassador for the Oilers. I think the only ambassador that the Oilers have ever had, true ambassador, paid ambassador. We've got lots of ambassadors. But Dave really relished his new role. He was really happy. He was really in a good place. And I was really happy for him. It gave me a great joy, a great personal happiness to see him that way. And all the fans loved to see him, as Kauf alluded to. They loved to see him around the building. He, he's just bigger than life. I think everyone on the floor knows that. And I think the fans sitting in the stands recognize that as well. Uh, he was very busy. Uh, but he never complained. Uh, Dave never complained about anything. So, I, I could go on a lot more. Uh, I know all the speakers could just go on. I mean, if we cracked open a few Molson's here, we could uh, have a lot of fun. But Koff took too much time, and... <laughs> and Samek did say to me uh, after the outdoor game, he said, if Koff had a better and better position, Simmer wouldn't have fallen and turned that puck over and we would have won that game. So we all have great memories of Dave, everybody, people on the floor, tons. I know the people, again, in the stands have many as well. We all have a personal memory of Dave, but my personal memory of Dave Semenkel will always be this. He'll be a man who literally made me smile and laugh every single time we were together. I hope we get a chance to meet again someday, Semenko Delci. So the thank yous on behalf of the Cates family, Bob Nicholson, and everyone at Oilers Entertainment Group, we want to thank the following people. Firstly, the Semenko family for allowing us to share this service with them today. Funerals, funerals tend to be private affairs. So we thank you so much for understanding that the celebration of Dave needed to be shared with fans as well. And special thanks to all of Dave's family and friends who traveled from all over here today. I see Donnie Jackson sitting out there all the way from uh, Austria versus Wichita, Kansas. And and uh, I'm looking around the room here, Kevin Prendergast from Buffalo. and seen a lot more. Wayne flew in from LA. Many, many uh, wonderful faces. I want to thank Father McCaffrey for today, for the time today, and especially this week when he spent time with the family. Uh, If everyone was like Father Mike, uh, the world would be a much better place. Thank you to the wonderful professionals at Connelly McKinley and to the great folks at the Cross Cancer and Grey Nuns Hospitals. As Edmontonians, we're so fortunate to have a world-class cancer center treatment, or treatment center like the cross right here in our city. And to all the performers, uh, I won't name all of you, but thanks for sharing your time today. You made this contribution extra, extra special. And to the Oilers alumni, and especially Barry Stafford for his work in helping to coordinate things for all the alumni. As Barry said, all the work he does, hurting cats. And a big thanks to the staff of OEG. You know, I thought playing professional hockey took commitment, but while the work the staff of OEG, the work they do is incredible. To get this machine operating, it's nothing short of incredible. Thanks to each and every one of you for putting the extra time in, for making this day special for Dave. And I hate to single one person from OEG out because, as I mentioned, we have such a wonderful group fantastic committed people and they all work so darn hard but uh, I really need to say a special thanks to Don Metz. Uh, Don's truly a wonderful artist and God and Father Mike know he pours his great big heart in all these events so thank you Don. And lastly big thanks to all the fans. They came out here today as all the fans that are watching on Oilers TV. It goes without saying we're blessed to have you as our fans and we truly thank you. Thanks to each and everyone here for helping to send our old friend and teammate off in a fashion that only the truly the greats deserve. Thank you.
3: We got an old Ukrainian, and a young Ukrainian. I'm the old young Ukrainian, one? <laughs> and we're both we're both from Manitoba, and our and our ancestors both immigrated from the Ukraine. That's okay? it's true. Yeah. Oh, no right. jokes. No <laughs> jokes. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Yeah, the bonnie boat was one As we sail into the mystic
6: You have been listening to the celebration of life for number 27, Dave Samenko. It's being broadcast live from Rogers Place this afternoon, being heard in its entirety on 630 Chad, We've heard from a number of speakers this afternoon, including Kevin Lowe. Uh, family friends, Brian, well, Brian Samanko, his brother, Randy Donkersloot, his good family friend, Al Hamilton, Paul Coffey, Wayne Gretzky, Glenn Sa- Sather as well. Right now, a video montage underway at Rogers Place, looking back at uh, the life of the much-beloved Edmonton oiler, Dave Samanko. There is more to come, including a performance. Brett Kissel, as well as George Blondheim and Dave Babcock. will return you now to A Celebration of Life. Dave Samenko, live from Rogers Place.
1: Back, back in the days of old.
6: Magnificently we will the best thing
2: Playing a regular shift on the best team in NHL, it really stands out that I could do, you know, you know, contribute with the goals and assists as opposed to my other role. The glamorous one.
1: that foghorn blows
5: you know I will be coming home
2: And uh, you know, I won two Stanley Cups. Played with a lot of great hockey players. Made a lot of good friends. And uh, I look back at my career I'm very happy. Some people look back at theirs and you with know, a sour taste in their mouth. But uh, I enjoyed my time playing, and I knew you know nothing lasts forever, and that's in the past. I look back and smile.
0: A picture speaks a thousand words. Well, now I'll ask uh, Glenn Anderson to proclaim a reading from Scripture, the book of Ecclesiastes.
5: in this world happens at the time God chooses He sets the time for birth and the time for death the time for planting and the time for pulling up Time for killing and the time for healing. He sets a time for sorrow and the time for joy, the time for mourning and the time for dancing. Time for making love. And the time for not making love. He sets the time for finding. And the time for losing. The Time for silence. the time to talk, He sets the time for love, and the time for hate, the time for war, and the time for peace. What do we gain from the efforts they make? has set the time for everything. He has given us a desire to know the future, but never gives us the satisfaction of understanding fully what he does. Therefore, all we could do is be happy, and do the best we can while we're still alive.
0: I've heard that reading proclaimed many times over 50 years. Probably the most beautiful I've ever heard it. Let us now listen to a reading from the Gospel of John. Jesus said to them, Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God still. Trust in me. There are many rooms in my Father's house. If there were not, I should have told you. I'm going to prepare a place for you, and after I've gone and prepared you a place, I shall return to take you with me so that where I am, you may be too. You know the way to the place where I'm going. Thomas said, Lord, we do not know where you are going, so how can we know the way? Jesus said, I am the way and the truth and the life. We're now going to have Brett Kessel do a performance for us. I think. Where's Brett? Oh, sorry, Brett, I didn't see it. You.
7: Thank you very much, friends, family, teammates. Without question, Dave was one of the kindest people that I've ever had a chance to meet. And uh, very protective to many people. I felt that one time I was actually protective to him. It was uh, during the playoffs, and I invited my auntie to come with me for a game. And uh, we were in the Chairman's Club, and she saw Wayne Gretzky in the corner eating. She says, who's that tall guy with him? Is that his bodyguard? And I said, well, kind of that's Dave Semenko. She says, oh my God, he's my hall pass. <laughs> and um, I didn't introduce her to Dave and uh, maybe I'm glad about that. Later that day, I sang the anthem right here at Roger's place and I'm sure you guys all saw that um, my microphone didn't work and it uh, caused a little bit of chaos and for me. And, So I was nervous and panicking, and I walked off as soon as it all turned out to be pretty special. And Dave was there, and he said, that was something, wasn't it? I said, yeah, it really was. said, well, kid, maybe you shouldn't sing more often. If there's any song that I think would be fitting for Dave today, it's this one that I wrote, and I hope that you all enjoy it.
1: I remember being all dressed up underneath that old oak tree The day we laid my grandpa down For all my life I'd been a shadow, his little man Yeah, I was learning what hurt was all about That was the first time I ever saw my daddy cry And he said, son, that's the thing about a life. Yeah, the rain's gonna fall on us all. Your heart's gonna break sometimes, but there's no way around it. Life's full of mountains. You're gonna have to climb, but there ain't no crime in crying. You just gotta keep on trying. So remember, no matter what you're going through, Times don't last Tough people do Baby it's been all smooth sailing Since we fell in love But lately we've been on a rocky road But if I know you like I think I do You ain't giving up And there ain't no way in this world I'm letting go Baby, God put us together, and He don't make mistakes, and love is going to be our shelter from whatever comes our way. Yeah, the rain's going to fall on us all, our heart's going to break sometimes, but there's no way around it. Life's full of mountains, we're going to have to climb. But there ain't no crime in crying. We just gotta keep on trying. So remember, no matter what we're going through, tough times don't last. Tough people do. Because we just got to keep on trying. So remember, no matter what you're going through, tough times don't last. Tough people do. Tough times don't last. Tough people do.
0: Thank you very much, uh, Brett. Fantastic. And also, thank you, George, on the piano. George always amazes me how he can sit there and play that beautiful music. This is my opportunity to uh, preach a little sermon. I don't often get the opportunity to preach to a lot of my friends down there. Uh, but uh, I'm going to say a few words on the readings. That first reading proclaimed from the Old Testament is very appropriate for today. It's a reflection on one of our most important commodities, time. We know that in the 60s, it was put to music by the birds, turn, turn, turn. And as the reading reminds us, our life has paradoxes, love and hate, war and peace, justice and injustice, life and death, at different times and at the same time. We have joy one moment, fear and suspense the next. We know that time is also an enemy, the lonely and depressed, when time is an endless stretch of nothingness. As we for Dave, it was a time to die, leading, I believe, to a time to be born to new life. This is a time to remember how he touched our lives, how he made his feels. And one of the things very commonly mentioned was his smile. Every time you smile at someone, it's an act of love. The great Saint Mother Teresa was once asked by someone who wanted to become more holy. And she said, I have simple advice for you. Just smile at one another. It's also a time for tears. It's all right to cry. And i have reminded that a line in Paul Young's novel, The Shack, recent movie, said it wisely he said tears are sometimes the best words the heart can speak now most of us are in a hurry in our modern society we have a status when we have the latest communication gadget some of you are probably looking at your iphone or texting right now some health gurus are suggesting that with all these time-saving devices, we're actually preventing healthy intimacy. One of my favorite spiritual writers suggested that we have to disconnect in order to connect with God. We know that every moment is is precious. We become mindful of this when a good friend dies. It has been said that yesterday is history Tomorrow is mystery, and today is now. Death, like Dave, reminds us that these moments never come again. Whenever I hear this reading proclaimed, I remind myself that today, no later than tonight, I should say those powerful words we need to say to loved ones, to our family, to our friends, and even our enemies. I love you. I forgive you. And we know that forgiveness is the hardest. One of my favorite quotes is Mother Teresa again. She said, if you want to learn how to love, you have to first learn how to forgive. And sometimes the hardest person to forgive is ourselves. And we know when we do this, both the forgiven and a forgiver experience healing. We should think about who I should say these words to today. And as I said, no longer than tonight. The gospel, a great reminder that God loves us all, knows and is excluded, and forgives us all, and that God has prepared a special place for each one of us. He also challenges us to live the way of the Lord. What's the heavenly GPS? Loving is a better way. Forgiving is a better way. Being peacemakers is a better way. Working for justice is a better way. Supporting Santa's Anonymous is a better way. I was interested in Terry Jones' article about Dave when he summarized his journey as saying, his legendary toughness on the ice is surpassed only by his kindness and caring for others. I think that's a beautiful way for us to remember Dave. And as Wayne sort of insinuated, Dave is now joining the Heavenly Hockey Association. And he's probably preparing to protect number nine. I think that's Gordy Howe, isn't it? And he's also enjoying some uh, pierogies. I hear that was one of his favorites. And with his deceased family and loved ones. So thank Dave for the memories. God be good to you. God bless you. Now, George Blondheim and Dave Babcock are going to uh, do a pesto performance.
2: To George Blondheim and Dave Babcock as they perform at Dave Semenko's celebration of life, taking place and carried live here on 6:30, Ched from Rogers Place, we'll continue to bring you that celebration of life to its conclusion here on 6:30, Ched.
0: I say, listen to what we sing in our music. We now have a final commendation and farewell for Dave. God of us all, Your love never ends. When all else fails, still You are God. We pray to You for one another in our need, and for all who, any, anywhere, who mourn with us this day. To those who doubt, give light. To those who are weak, strength. And to all who have sin, mercy. And to all who sorrow, peace keep us true in us love, with which we hold one another. In all your ways, we trust you. And to you, with your people on earth and in heaven, we honour and glory, now and forever. Amen. In baptism, Dave shared in the death and resurrection of Christ. May he now be welcomed into the glory of eternal life. And as a sign of respect for our brother Dave, we let this incense rise to God, who called him to share in his glory. God bless you, Dave. Thanks for the memories. May the Lord be kind and gracious to you and take good care of you. And may the Lord bless all of you and give you his peace today and forever. Amen. My dear friends, my every mark of affection, of every gesture of friendship that you give to each other today be a sign of God's love for you. As my ancestors say, may you all be in heaven a half hour before the devil knows you're dead. Thanks be to God.